Denial. After being visited by her mom, who had, who had just left her father, Maya is forced to face reality. We weren't abused, mom. Dad never hit us, she screamed at her mother. This is from Station 19 by Shonda Rhimes. That's where all our lines get blurred when it comes to abuse. Many people still believe that beating someone until they're abused is the only form of abuse, and that needs to change. Many people grow up in abusive homes and stay in abusive relationships unknowingly. Everybody can hear your cry for help because you look oppressed, imprisoned, and unhappy. So many times when people try to help, the abused will be in denial, angry, and sometimes even offended. Are you crazy? He or she loves me and he will not hurt me. Or, yes, they love you, but that doesn't mean that they can't hurt you. Sometimes the abuser may be unaware of their abusive nature or behavior. If you're not hit, if they're not hitting you, they can be putting you down, making you feel like you're not enough or deprived of or depriving you of your basic needs and things or things or maybe depriving you of people that make you happy. If someone wants to control you and your life, that is taking away your power and taking away someone's power is abuse. I would have never thought I was abused until I learned about mental and emotional abuse. It is hard to believe that your family members and your friends can be abusers and it's difficult to fathom the idea that the people you love and you believe love you are abusing you. For me, it took some counseling sessions to realize why I felt like I, like I wasn't good enough. The fact that I had to think hard to answer the question, why do you think you're not good enough, showed that I had some limiting beliefs of myself due to the things that were said to me. Counselors just happened to ask all the right questions to help someone realize the reasons of their limiting beliefs. There are, four, there are different types of abuse. Here are a few examples. There's physical abuse, sexual abuse, financial, digital, emotional, and again, financial. <laughs> um, have a look at two. Uh, so we're going to have a look at two types of abuse that are not often recognized as abuse. One is digital abuse, also known as cyberbullying, um, which is the use of social media platforms or technology to stalk, intimidate, or harass someone. Often people think that they can ignore it. They block the abuser or they um, or things that will and they think that that will stop but it is it is important to remember that the abuser will go to all the lengths to get what they want they will create fake accounts turn people against you and even paint themselves as victims in my movie preposterous feel free to follow the link and watch the movie on youtube i tell a true story in the attempt to create awareness and to help people understand that cyberbullying is a, in a form of abuse and also just for people to understand what is cyberbullying no matter what you did no one has the right to um right to judge you for your actions or to um, take decisions that are going to be against you we need to speak up against cyberbullying okay the next form of abuse that i want to focus on is emotional or mental abuse aka also known as verbal abuse which is the use of words and non-physical behavior to diminish humiliate threaten insult control and isolate someone 
This type of abuse can be intentional and unconscious or unintentional, in other, way, in other words. Among friends, it can start as a joke that goes too far. Peer pressure is part of emotional abuse. Among family members, it starts with that slight comparison that makes one person feel less than the other or the ne neglect or lack of recognition for one's achievements. In the series, uh, Station 19, Maya is a former Olympic medalist who was pushed by her father to, the, to be the best. Unfortunately, the praise and love her father gave her ended when she came second in a race because she wanted to help a friend who had fallen while running. Her father treated her like she didn't exist, deprived her of eating certain things and began to acknowledge her brother who was often neglected. The brain works in a fantastic way. It often suppresses memories or traumatic experiences that are too painful for us to deal with. Those traumas and memories can come rushing back once they are triggered. Such experiences shape the way we communicate and relate to people. Abuse has control over people's lives for years. Even if the abuse stops, the trauma locked in your brain controls how you think and how you feel. So those insecurities you have now are from years of being told you are incompetent or that you will amount to nothing in life or that you're worth nothing without someone else. The reason you can't say I love you is because every time you heard those words, they were perceived preceded or followed by don't wear that it makes you look fat or don't look do that in public it's embarrassing or i can't take you with me because nobody is taking their spouses and i say this on um i say this um i saw this sorry i saw this post on one of my friends whatsapp status and i think it fits in well with what i'm saying so um, this is what the study said. Somebody on Twitter said something like, Y'all will buy your parents' benzos after they beat the shit out of you while growing up because of all that they sacrificed for you. Meanwhile, you will look at domestic abuse victims crazy and think they're crazy when you guys are in the same boat. It's just you're rewarding your abuser for abusing you. Well, I, th I thought that was really deep. And at the bottom, my friend just said, say no to abuse. Although this refers to physical abuse, the same can be applied to emotional abuse. We will never accuse our parents of emotional abuse because we call it discipline or because everything they have or because of everything they have done for us. Yes, they have loved you. They put you through school. They fed you, clothed you and housed you. That doesn't excuse them from or the hurtful things they say to you. It does not give them a get out of jail card. So in summary, be aware of what you say to people, face to face or digitally. Be brave enough to recognize when you are being abused. Speak up and speak out. Denial after being visited by her mom, who had, who had just left her father, Maya is forced to face reality. We weren't abused, mom. Dad never hit us, she screamed at her mother. This is from Station 19 by Shonda Rhimes. That's where all our lines get blurred when it comes to abuse. Many people still believe that beating someone until they're abused is the only form of abuse, and that needs to change. Many people grow up in abusive homes and stay in abusive relationships unknowingly. 
Everybody can hear your cry for help because you look oppressed, imprisoned, and unhappy. So many times when people try to help, the abused will be in denial, angry, and sometimes even offended. Are you crazy? He or she loves me and he will not hurt me. Or, yes, they love you, but that doesn't mean that they can't hurt you. Sometimes the abuser may be unaware of their abusive nature or behavior. If you're not hit, if they're not hitting you, they can be putting you down, making you feel like you're not enough or deprived of or depriving you of your basic needs and things or things or maybe depriving you of people that make you happy. If someone wants to control you and your life, that is taking away your power and taking away someone's power is abuse. I would have never thought I was abused until I learned about mental and emotional abuse. It is hard to believe that your family members and your friends can be abusers and it's difficult to fathom the idea that the people you love and you believe love you are abusing you. For me, it took some counseling sessions to realize why I felt like I like I wasn't good enough. The fact that I had to think hard to answer the question, why do you think you're not good enough, showed that I had some limiting beliefs of myself due to the things that were said to me. Counselors just happened to ask all the right questions to help someone realize the reasons of their limiting beliefs. There are, four, there are different types of abuse. Here are a few examples. There's physical abuse, sexual abuse, financial, digital, emotional, and again, financial. <laughs> um, have a look at two. Uh, so we're going to have a look at two types of abuse that are not often recognized as abuse. One is digital abuse, also known as cyberbullying, um, which is the use of social media platforms or technology to stalk, intimidate, or harass someone. Often people think that they can ignore it. They block the abuser or they um, or things that will st- and they think that that will stop but it is it is important to remember that the abuser will go to all the lengths to get what they want they will create fake accounts turn people against you and even paint themselves as victims in my movie preposterous feel free to follow the link and watch the movie on youtube i tell a true story in the attempt to create awareness and to help people understand that cyberbullying is a, in a form of abuse and also just for people to understand what is cyberbullying no matter what you did no one has the right to um right to judge you for your actions or to um, take decisions that are going to be against you we need to speak up against cyberbullying okay the next form of abuse that i want to focus on is emotional or mental abuse aka also known as verbal abuse which is the use of words and non-physical behavior to diminish humiliate threaten insult control and isolate someone this type of abuse can be intentional and unconscious or unintentional in other way in other words among friends it can start as a joke that goes too far peer pressure is part of emotional abuse among family members it starts with that slight comparison that makes one person feel less than the other or the neglect or lack of recognition for one's achievements in the series uh, station 19 maya is a former olympic medalist who was pushed by her father to the to be the best 
Unfortunately, the praise and love her father gave her ended when she came second in a race because she wanted to help a friend who had fallen while running. Her father treated her like she didn't exist, deprived her of eating certain things and began to acknowledge her brother who was often neglected. The brain works in a fantastic way. It often suppresses memories or traumatic experiences that are too painful for us to deal with. Those traumas and memories can come rushing back once they are triggered. Such experiences shape the way we communicate and relate to people. Abuse has control over people's lives for years. Even if the abuse stops, the trauma locked in your brain controls how you think and how you feel. So those insecurities you have now are from years of being told you are incompetent or that you will amount to nothing in life or that you're worth nothing without someone else. The reason you can't say I love you is because every time you heard those words, they were perceived preceded or followed by don't wear that it makes you look fat or don't look do that in public it's embarrassing or i can't take you with me because nobody is taking their spouses and i say this on um i say this um I saw this, sorry, I saw this post on one of my friends WhatsApp status and I think it fits in well with what I am saying. So um, this is what the status said. Somebody on Twitter said something like, y'all will buy your parents' benzes after they beat the shit out of you while growing up because of all that they sacrificed for you. Meanwhile, you will look at domestic abuse victims crazy and think they're crazy when you guys are in the same boat. It's just you're rewarding your abuser for abusing you. Well, I thought that was really deep and at the bottom my friend just said say no to abuse. Although this refers to physical abuse, the same can be applied to emotional abuse. We will never accuse our parents of emotional abuse because we call it discipline or because everything they have or because of everything they have done for us. Yes, they have loved you. They put you through school. They fed you, clothed you and housed you. That doesn't excuse them from or the hurtful things they say to you. It does not give them a get out of jail card. So in summary, be aware of what you say to people, face to face or digitally. Be brave enough to recognize when you are being abused. Speak up and speak out. Life is a lesson. In life, we go through different situations that teach us different lessons. Sometimes when we're in the situation, uh, we don't understand the reason why we're going through the most. But once we have gone through it, we realize that we have learned something. Well, some of us, a lot of people realize that they have learned something. In my own life, I have learned many lessons or at least I have acknowledged what lessons I was meant to learn from a certain situation. Now, we don't just learn from our bad circumstances, we also learn from the good ones. The past year and seven months have been a whole life of lessons from different experiences. So I put together a list of lessons I've learned just in the past year. I've learned other lessons throughout my life and I may add to the list as I continue to learn. 
the first lesson I learned was to be patient and this is something interesting because I've been praying about patience for like the longest time I'm always like Lord help me be patient Lord help me be patient but yes so this year I learned to be patient so I've always been very impatient like I like things done quickly like get it done get it over and done with i hate waiting for longer than i think i should i dislike it when people waste my time by being late or i don't like it when people make me late or and the worst is waiting for my life plans to start working out the thing about patience is that it helps you wait for god's timing or it at least helps people make sense of his timing since i am so impatient i just don't get what he is waiting for to reveal his plans to me when i realized that i had to learn to be patient i prayed and asked god to help me be patient to be honest i still think it was a mistake i shouldn't have requested that i am constantly put in situations where i need to practice being patient there's something positive i got from this though um, in trying to answer my prayer god allowed me to practice being patient by working with children 10 years ago, I had the idea that I disliked children because they were so annoying and I didn't have the patience, the patience for them. But once I started working with them, I understood that they are, they are young, joyful, genuine, and they deserve the time that we give them. They really test my patience though, but they have taught me to be calm and take life as it comes. So don't rush. Alright, number two, trusting God. It is easy to trust in God when all is right, but when things are not going well as it should, we start doubting, we question Him, we lose hope and have our faith tackled. That is okay because it is through our trials that our faith is made stronger. Trusting God is having the assurance that He will pull you through your tough time. Just look back at how many times He has proven Himself. I personally battle to trust in God when I'm going through a tough situation. I mean, I know he will pull me through, but I still don't understand why he allows me to be tested. I have a friend who always reminds me that he has taken care of us and that he will do it again. She tells me that I shouldn't worry because worrying won't change a thing and that I should just learn to pray and trust in him. At the time she says all of this, I just want to I just don't want to hear it. But she's right. We need to pray and trust in him. Number three, only pray for what you are ready to accept. And this is tough, a tough one because the Bible says pray and it shall be given. But sometimes we're just not ready for the things we're praying for. Many times people pray for jobs because they need the money, but they are not ready to fulfill the duties required of that job. Someone may pray for a child, but they're not ready to meet the child's needs. Sometimes we pray for things that we are not ready to accept, um, whatever the answer may be. You know God answers prayers in four different ways. One is yes, two is no, three is not right now or wait, and four is my grace is sufficient. So. We need to pray and be ready to accept any of these answers regardless of whether it is the answer you wanted or not. Remember that you always pray for God's will to be done. Pray for what you're ready to accept according to His will. Number four, take risks. It is easy 
to live a life without taking risks because you have nothing to lose but if we do not take risks we will never try new things never know what works and what doesn't work and what will live life and we will live life like mere robots programmed to behave a certain way i've always been afraid to take risks and live a little i was one of those people who um, colored within the lines did exactly what was told and barely questioned how life was meant to be I'd accept a society's way of life, which is being born, grow up, go to school, get a qualification, get a job, build a family, retire, and die. That is such a sad and monotonous way to look at life. The thing is that society, um, the thing is that society told us that there was only one way to make money and survive, and that that is, and that is by getting a job. When I started seeking for more knowledge, I discovered that there is more than one way to make money, and taking risks is one of them. Number five, still on risks, but now we are going to take cautious risks. So we have decided to take some risks and look outside the box. When doing this, you need to take cautious risks. Let's suppose you want to make more money. Your salary is not going to increase, so you decide to invest. Before you invest in whatever you're going to invest, don't just invest in anything. You need to do some research. Calculate the pros and the cons and make a cautious and informed decision on what investment suits you. Do not invest all your salary and neglect your bills and fall into debt. Uh, don't bite more than you can chew. That's taking calculated risks. So taking calculated risks minimizes your losses and protects you from making wrong or harmful decisions. Life is the best classroom and the greatest lessons are learned by those who take notes. I learned to take notes of the lessons I'm learning because it helps me reflect. It serves as a guide and as a reminder of how much I have grown. So the lesson for today or my encouragement for today is to um, live life learn the lessons you're supposed to learn and apply what you learn as well so that you can live a good and fruitful life